You're listening to the Talk of the Tribe, Wapsie Valley Warrior Podcast, brought to you by Little Wapsie Communications. Their state-of-the-art fiber network is complete in Fairbank, ready to serve your home or business with the fastest internet in town. Foreign Mutual Telephone Company, serving the area since 1911, Foreign Mutual is a modern, independently-owned telephone company providing internet and telephone services to Orin, Iowa, and the surrounding rural area. RTC Communications. They are here to provide high-quality, superior service to you, the customer, by offering great customer service and the services you want and need to work and stay connected with family and friends. This is the Talk of the Drive podcast, coming to you from the center of warrior country. Here are your hosts, Zach Favors and Riker Oberly. Alrighty, welcome to episode 22 of the Talk to Trap podcast. I'm your host, Zach Favors, joined today by Riker Oberly. It's the second of our two uploads of the day. We released uh, the one with Marty McCowan about a, a good two hours ago. Mm-hmm. So we're here doing the second of uh, the two episodes we got to do today. And uh, we're getting through the winter sports. I mean, winter sports start in about a week. You have yep. basketball on Tuesday, wrestling on Thursday. So... Without further ado, welcome head coach of Washington Wrestling, Brian Crawl. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, you know, I'm just excited for season and really excited to be here with you guys. You know, you guys do a great job uh, promoting the sport. Not only wrestling, but basketball. You guys do a great job promoting the school, which, uh, you know, is great for our community. Yeah, and uh, I know we talked about it. We had, we had Marty on about 10 minutes before we had to get to practice. You just got out of practice, correct? Yeah? Correct. I just got out of practice, got a good sweat in. Lost about six and a half pounds. Uh, you know, we'll we'll rehydrate after uh, after I get home with a little dinner, also. But uh, you know, got the shower, still a little sweat rolling, and rolling in here to see you guys. Yeah. So uh, right away, last year you were in your uh, first season as the as the head coach, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. So and that season was a massive success. You had the team go to state duels. You had a uh, a state finalist in uh, Dawson Schmidt, and uh, now this year. It rolls back over. You lost Schmidt, Jaeger, and uh, Keegan Brown. So how do you kind of rebound from losing those three guys? Man, I tell you what, those are some big shoes to fill. Those are some big shoes to fill. Uh, They were gamers uh, for all aspects, whether it was weekend tournaments, individual things, or team. It was big for the team. And I'm a a huge aspect of that, you know. The, The guys all build off of each other. And losing those guys out of the lineup, you know, that's, that's a tough deal. But it's also next man up. And the guys in the room worked out with them last year. The new guys coming in are on the same page. It's, you know, they're, uh, I have a little equation written on the wall in there. And it goes along with my with uh, my other thoughts. It's uh, E over T equals success. Yeah, S, effort over time equals success, right? It's not always about the effort over years. Sometimes it's about the effort that you're able to put in in those five seconds will get you some success. You know, what do you have in a 10-minute sprint or a two-minute sprint? What effort do you put in in those positions? Do you run it 80% hard and then glide by the rest? You can only expect to be successful 80% of the time at that point. You know, you reap what you sow, especially with a sport like wrestling, because there's always somebody else out there grinding. Yeah, and. Uh... 
for us last year, I know I was really energetic when watching uh, you guys last year. That's and, for uh, sure. I think we went to the Lisbon duel. That duel was, oh my gosh, we broke the sound system with how bad we were all yelling. The noise, how do you kind of feed off the environment that you guys get in a duel? Oh, it's great. Uh, so the the boys, they have each other back. They, they push each other to the maximum in the room, to the breaking point, and then they build each other up. And then they all have each other. And the coaching staff's the same way. Uh, myself, Caleb, and Bo, uh, the coaching staff, we're, we wrestle with the guys on a daily basis. And, you know, they take criticism, build from it. We're going constructive criticism, moving forward. And, you know, they just, it's a loud place to be. I mean, we went down to Lisbon. Brad Smith, Hall of Fame coach, that was his last ever duel. Last one ever. Winning this wrestling coach in the state of Iowa. We retired him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess if you're going to talk about coaching staff, the, the former coach that was here, Danny Adams, he was a, you were an assistant coach under him for a, for a little while there. So how did uh, getting thrust into that head coaching role, how was that changed like for you? Uh, you know, it's a little bit different. I enjoy it. Uh, I like to be able to make the decisions and, and stuff like that. You know, Danny did a great job. I learned, uh, I learned a lot from him. Um, and he brought a lot of different aspects to the sport, uh, not only training, but conditioning and nutrition as well, because he was a collegiate athlete. You know, he was an NCAA All-American for Luther College. Uh, tremendous amount of respect for that man. But uh, at the end of the day, when, when I make decisions, I like, I like to run with uh, my gut feeling, and I plan things out. Uh, the guys can tell you I have, a, I have a, documents i come to practice every day everything's spelled out i can tell what time we're going to be done with drills what time we're going to be done with going live what we're doing for conditioning it's all planned out and it has played benefits for us uh the guys seem to understand and respond well to hey this is the practice we're, it's going to be a grinder but we're going to be out here in an hour and a half instead of two and a half yeah and i know for us um practice-wise you guys you wrestling is one of the most grueling sports out there it, it takes a lot of effort takes a lot of time how do you keep that morale? Because you guys wrestle, I believe, eight duels over the course of this season, five at home, three on the road. So how over the course of a season do you keep that morale, that energy up in that room? Uh, a lot of it is the, uh, you know, coaching not just flatlined. Okay, you got to keep it interesting. got to have peaks and valleys. Uh, coaching goes along with training. Uh, you've got to have high points and low points. And we want to peak at the right, so uh, right time, right? We want to be the best warriors that we can be when we're getting close to postseason. So, you know, through that, through the season, there's little peaks and valleys. There's high points, low points. Uh, without lows, uh, you're not going to have highs. There, there can't just be a plateau. Uh, you know, you've got to put yourself out there within the room, within, within the competing. And the guys have a great grasp. We have a family feeling, right? It's, this is my wrestling family, okay? I have my home family. This is my wrestling family. All of these uh, young men that they come in the room, they're they're pretty much my next of kin. You know, I'd I'd do anything for them. So uh, I keep it that family feel, and we keep it fun. We we like to have a little fun. We play a lot of one life in the room. You know, it gets pretty competitive. Uh, we have not had a freshman one life champion uh, since I've been there. So uh, the guys the guys get after it pretty good. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun and you know speaking of the the old guys I I do have uh, Dawson Schmidt is going to be coming back for uh, Thanksgiving practices and uh, help elevate the room. So I'm excited to have him back in the room as well. Yeah, when you like say before you're going on like a duel or like like a just a, like a solo match, what would you like? What would you tell your team or what do you usually tell that one person going onto the floor? So uh, overall, I mean. 
each individual has a, you know, as a coach, each individual is different, right? Mm -hmm. You have the team, but you have an individual. Uh, as a team, I tell everybody the same thing. Nobody works harder than we do. Mm -hmm. Nobody puts in the effort that we do in the room. Second, second guess yourself to nobody. You guys put in the work, go out there and let it shine. You get to walk out there on the wrestling mat in front of the crowd, whether it's home or away. Our, tra our crowd last year traveled phenomenally. We were loud, no matter if we were the away team, home team, didn't matter. We were the loudest ones there. The wrestlers appreciate the fans also, right? When the fans get into it, the bench gets more into it. Sometimes we kind of reel it in just a little bit. But, uh, you know, the, the boys get excited and they feed off each other. And the coaching staff feeds off of them and the, they feed off of us. Uh, it's a it's a really good situation all around. I mean, it's it's my it's my Wapsie Valley wrestling family, and the the boys appreciate it. I, I spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, and uh, I guess moving on, weight classes they mm -hmm. changed this year. About half the weight classes have changed. They fluctuated by about a pound or two. Um, there's some new ones. We have 106, 113, 120, 126, and 132 and 138. Those are all the same. Right. 130 or 145, 152, 160, 170, 182. Oh shoot, I'm reading the wrong one. That's last year. <laughs> that is last year. 144, <laughs> 150, 157, 165, 175, 190, 250, and 285. I read last year's list. Sorry, Blake wrote this wrong. Uh, That's all right. But about half the weights are different. So going into this year, how have you kind of fluctuated around with your lineup and where you want guys to be? So we're uh, we're going to be in a little different spot at the beginning of the year. Uh, so I've got guys spread out pretty well, but not where we need to be to be the maximum dual team that we can be. Um, after Christmas, due to descent plans and, and where we can go, we just we got all of our uh, descent plans certified and everything. Uh, end of the week last week and the beginning of the week this week, so we're all everybody's on page there. Um, you know. With the set plans, we'll get everybody where they need to be post-Christmas. So we'll have uh, the Wapsie Valley dual lineup that you see at the beginning of the year is going to be solid. The Wapsie Valley dual lineup that you see at the end of the year is going to be rock solid. <laughs> that's where that's where we're going to be at. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Alrighty, so moving on, you guys uh, will take on Macoquina Valley and Jessup. This uh, next Thursday, the Thursday after Thanksgiving, uh, week after Thanksgiving, um, at home, 6.15. What are your uh, plans going into that duel? Uh, dominate. That's, you know, that's that's where I'm at. We're, the boys have been uh, very good with uh, technique and stuff, and we are brushing up on a lot of, uh, we'll say, entry-level college stuff where instead of worrying about trying to get to a score, we're dominating the hand fight. We're dominating the small positions, small positions. If you win small things, the big things come, right? If you go looking for, I need to win this match, I need to win this match, and that's all you're worried about, you end up wrestling scared. If you worry about, I need to win this position, and next thing you know, winning this position leads to scoring points. And then I'm, I'm scoring points and I'm winning that position. Match is over, I'm getting my hand raised. If you narrow your focus, focus on the small things, the... The things that are within your control, you know, control the controllables, good things will happen for you. Yeah, and I know, uh, we, I know from being a former wrestler myself, 50, like almost 90% of wrestling is mental, and it's, it's all up here. Something up here can wreak havoc on your match. So how do you kind of prepare your guys in the room to 
be good in the physical part of wrestling, but also in the mental part of wrestling. Yeah, you know, uh, you are 100% correct. Uh, mental is huge, 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 huge. And mental is the part of the game that it can't be a team thing. Everybody's an individual. Uh, I treat you a little bit differently than I'm going to treat you because you may be a little more stubborn and you may be open to, open to learning. But to get the best out of each of the athletes, you know, I may have to take you over here. We're going to work through some things. I'll send you with a coach. Make him work hard, hand fight, hand fight. Let him score points. Bring your confidence up, right? When you are coming out of the room with confidence or going into a match with confidence, you believe in yourself, you can beat anybody. You can beat anybody. It doesn't matter. There's There's been kids that have gone out not knowing who they're wrestling, wrestled one-point matches with three-time three state champions that told them afterwards that was like, oh, my goodness, now I'm scared. If you go out there scared, not going to perform. If you go out there and just let it fly, man, possibilities are endless. Alrighty, so with your older guys leaving, uh, we said earlier you had three seniors leave last year. You kind of have a younger team this year. How is that? Uh, how have you been able to kind of rely on those juniors and the, the few seniors you have this year to kind of lead the uh, freshman and sophomore classes? Uh, it's been good. It's you know it's kind of the small school deal. Is it's nice because they all spend time with each other. You know, they, they know each other uh, on a personal level. And it's, I guess it's easy for me. I get, I have a, I have a son who's a senior and I have a son who's a freshman. So I get to see both ends of, both ends of things. Um, I also have, you know, the luxury of seeing the kids outside of wrestling. I came and watched football games and, you know, I cheer on the, the other sports in the school. I'll come to a few basketball games and try and cheer on the the teams there. There's there's some kids that play basketball that used to wrestle back in the day. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be out there cheering for them, hoping they can knock down some threes. Yeah, if this might be a hard question for a wrestling coach, but is there a like your favorite part of wrestling or your least favorite part of wrestling? Uh, you know, it's it's odd. It's an odd thing to look at because, I mean, I hate losing. I absolutely hate losing. Mm -hmm. But one of the best things about wrestling is seeing somebody rebound from a loss and getting better. Making the decision to make a change to get better. And helping kids in that aspect not only helps them in wrestling, but it helps them learn life lessons. Because things are never going to be easy in life. You're going to get knocked down and you're going to have to make a decision. I'm either going to lay here or I'm going to get up and I'm going to change something to make it better. And that is one of the greatest things that I get to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis in the wrestling room. It's both hard and rewarding. And, and I appreciate every, every moment of it. We're putting that on the shirt. <laughs> Quote that. But uh, I guess something that doesn't get over or that is a little overlooked is the nutrition side of wrestling. Yep. We've, we've talked about mental, we've talked about physical, we've talked about different individuals and how a team looks, but moving on to nutrition. How, does it, <coughs> how was uh, going into Thanksgiving, I mean, obviously a time for food, football, and I guess just relaxing. How do you right. kind of tell your guys going into this Thanksgiving break? All right, so, you know, everybody has a weight goal where they need to be, and we actually have, uh, we have practice at 7 a.m. tomorrow. They have Thursday off. We have practice at 7 a.m. on Friday, 7 a.m. On, on Saturday. So uh, put some stuff in you. Be happy. Spend time with your family. I want, you know, 
Wrestling's a long season. I don't want you to hate it. I don't want it to be a grind. Go spend time with your family. That stuff is important. Super important. You only get one family. You only get to spend time with them once. You know, I, I want you to enjoy those times. But at the same time, don't get the second second help in the mashed potatoes. You know, you know only one turkey leg, not two of them. You know, that's uh, otherwise we're gonna have to run, and I don't want to run with you. I don't like running. That's uh, you know, I'm a wrestling coach, not a track coach. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I, I want the guys to enjoy the side, themselves, spend time with their families because that is, that is super important. Um, just you know, dial it in a little bit. You know, and I have nutrition plans uh, that will be post post this we'll get uh, nutrition is, is a very important part of wrestling it's probably a very important part of why we will be successful continuously um, I have uh, a lot of things that I look into because you can only compete as good as what you're putting in your body you know if I'm putting McChickens in my body you're gonna get McChickens out there on the mat but if I'm putting <laughs> good lean protein in me you're gonna see good lean product out there on the mat so what goes in comes out Alrighty, Riker, you got anything else? Well, I think it's about time for our segment. Alrighty. This is why we told you to bring your phone. Got it. Check the screen time from yesterday. So this is our segment. We It's a, it's a bit of a staple here. we got a segment called Screen Time. So Riker and I are pulls our, pull ours out. Do you know how to find it? I have no idea. Dude, you're just like Marty. We, had, we did this with Marty okay. earlier. He it's 609. No so what do I look at? Riker, you want to help him? Well... I'll get I'll get yours ready and I'll get Is mine. Is it my ready. settings? Yeah, we're gonna go to your settings. Oh brother. And then there should be something if you scroll down that says something about screen time. FaceTime, compass, shortcuts, podcasts. Oh. <laughs> huh. Marty eventually found it. It was like an hour, 20 minutes, he says he was. We're going through it. I, we, Riker and I both have Samsungs, so. Yeah. Screen Big Samsung time. guys, you know. Let me ask Siri. Uh, hey, Siri. Uh-huh. What was on my screen at 6.09 p.m. yesterday? There's nothing scheduled for 6.09 p.m. to 7.09 p.m. yesterday. A ask her what was my screen time yesterday. Hey, Siri. She don't even want to hear it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh? What was my screen time yesterday? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't do that. Siri letting us down. <laughs> I you had, you had to give an educated guess. What so what is screen time? So basically, screen time is how long you've spent on your phone in a day. Oh, man. So you had to give an educated guess. Mine's probably pretty high because I, I use my phone for work. Oh, that's okay. Well, we won't count that against you. Yeah, that's uh, my my phone I use at work. I'm probably on it. I'm probably on my phone two to two and a half hours a day at work, um, whether it's talking, texting, uh, looking things up. But outside of work... Um, my screen time is down right now. It will go up significantly once we start competing. And I will show you why. Riker, what's yours? Well, I did yesterday's. Yeah, we, we had to pick a different day. So, Sunday, it was 7 hours, 44 minutes. Holy smokes. 
That's not bad for me. Oh my goodness. He set the new record today. Yeah. The episode of Marty had 14 I left my record. phone on at night. Yeah. That, it, mine, I, was, mine was two hours and 16 minutes. No excuses. I'm, I'm, fa I'm screen time. Right here. This is, this is where my screen time will be huge. That is my Matt Boss app. Ooh. So when I get home from practice, I will be going, after we start competing, I'll be going through film. On my phone. Um, see, that's like you can't count that against me. Marty yeah. said the same thing. He's yeah. just like. But really I have a weird, I have, a, I have a weird quirk. This is kind of weird. So, uh, you know, I have, I have a big house, multiple bedrooms. I have a shop uh, that I built because I used to race. I don't race anymore. I keep my boat in my shop. I direct film. I do film sitting in my boat. That's that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I sit in my boat in my heated shop. And go through film on my phone. That's uh, sometimes the other coaches come over. We all go go through you're film just, on my boat. You're just a man of the outdoors, you know. Yeah, I'm, I got my outdoors indoors. You're you're a fisherman, <laughs> aren't you? You're I am. Avid oh fisherman. yeah, that's I got fresh photos. <laughs> Me and the boys, we got Sauger from last weekend. Nice. Yep. Four big uh, fish. Oh, this is work, work. You need to work, like uh... work, work. Oh, Sauger, Saugers. Some big fish. All eyes. Oh, yeah. More work. Work. I'm a fisherman, you know. Right. Look at there. There's Sawyer with a nice walleye. Nice. We're out on the river, out on the Mississippi. You we did, it was a sad weekend last weekend. We had to go shut uh, shut the place down for the year because we're about to get into competition for wrestling. So mm -hmm. shut the place down on the Mississippi for the year, and we are full-on concentrating on wrestling season. Perfect time, you know. It's a good way to end it. I know. All righty. Well, thank you, sir. Pleasure All right. doing this. So, uh, we thank you for listening to episode 22 of the Talk Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Zach Babers, who's joined today by Riker Oberly. Pleasure as always. And until next time, go, go Warriors! Warriors.